Inspiration. Now My wife thinks I'm crazy. I can't believe. Let me talk to you. We going higher and higher. Let me inspire you. God's people, I see you. Let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to inspire God's people where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Today, my life flashed before my eyes, people. I'm not joking, dead serious. Let me tell you what happened. So I've been working in the yard a lot, you know what I'm saying? Cause the weather is changing here in Michigan. We are finally getting a glimpse of what is potentially the summer. And you know, I got some things to do around the house. so. You know, me being who I am, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm trying to be a good husband out here. No, it ain't all about that. It's really, I care about the house too. You know, keeping it up, keeping the yard right. My wife was out there with me um, one day as well. So I wasn't just out there by myself. But today I was out there by myself. So I hit the hardware store. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in and out of there. You know how it is when you're working on stuff in the house. You got to hit the store four, five times. Because every time you start doing something, you like, oh. I forgot I ain't got no cord for this tool right here. You know what I'm saying? So that was me. So on the way back, driving back, minding my business. You know what I'm saying? I just picked up some more stuff and I'm just driving and can't wait to get back and actually do some work. You know, because at this point, I done spent two hours buying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Go to the store, come back, all that. That, that whole process took two hours. I'm tired before I even start working. But that ain't even where the story's supposed to be going. That's sidebar. So as I'm driving, I hear something. I'm like, oh, oh, it's a bee in here with me. Now, here's the thing about it. I'm driving on a two-lane road, which means there's one lane, you know what I'm saying, going north, one lane going south, and it's a bee in my car. Now, you can imagine, like, look, bruh, I'm fighting my man while I'm driving for a couple seconds. And the thing is, like the way this road is, it wasn't somewhere where I could just get off to the side real quick. So I got to drive for a minute until I get to somewhere where I could pull over. You know what I'm saying? So I'm driving and fighting. And my man, like, you, I don't know why it's so weird when, when the joint touch you. Like when you, like I hit it, I touched it, it felt weird. And I swear, I swerved twice. Now, here's the thing about it. It was definitely other cars over there. So by the grace of God, like, this didn't go bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a real story. This ain't like, you know, this ain't a joke. <laughs> like, I legit was scared. And so I ended up being able to get over after about a minute. I got over to the side, pulled over, and then I knocked the joint out the car. And I'm like, man, like, it felt bad. Like, I, I can't even really explain how I was feeling. But when that car swerved and I realized I was in that other lane and, I, and, and, and the B was still in there and there was nothing in me that can just drive straight and just be cool with getting stung by the B. 
even though a car accident would be a lot worse. Ain't that crazy? So that was my little experience today. Me being me, we can't stop there though, right? You know what I'm saying? I got to think about this thing like, uh, what kind of lesson can I learn from going through this situation? And I'm like, you know what's crazy? That's life right there. Some of us are living our lives like we got to be in the car with us. And it's like, the thing was, when the joint was in the car with me, I couldn't calm down. Like, I was worried. And so I was all over the place because I was worried because it was this thing that was in the car with me and I was trying to get rid of it. And in the beginning, I couldn't get over it. I didn't know what to do, how to do. And when I finally got over it and got the B out of the car, then I was able to drive home cool, calm, collective. Like, I was just chilling. Same car. I ain't changed my clothes. Same amount of gas. Like, my situation was the same. But somehow something had got in the car with me that just had me all out of place. All right. What am I saying here? What are you saying? What I'm saying is this beacon represent really several different things for real. It could be sin. It could be a certain lifestyle, something that you're struggling with, that you're allowing, you know, in your life that really ain't good for you is really harming you and it really has you all over the place and you wondering like why am I swerving why am I about to like kill myself I'm driving all over the place is like potential accidents and like you don't realize is that it's this thing there it's like a thing that you need to get rid of and when you get rid of that you'll be calm now here's the thing when I'm driving in a car with the B I know the B is dangerous but I think what's crazy is that sometimes we can be all over the place in life and we can't identify what the B is in our life. You get what I'm saying? And so we don't know it's a B until it, until it stingers. Like, well, oh, yeah, that's it. The thing that just like put the big red mark on my arm. That's the dangerous thing. And so my point is we have to learn to identify the things in our lives that's dangerous for us, that's not good for us. And we live in this world, I'm telling you how the enemy works, man. This, this really concerns me, y'all. Like, like, this really concerns me. The world is so twisted now, the enemy has people thinking that bad things are good and good things are bad. And so it's like, people want the bees in the car with them. It's like, yes, no, I want that. I want that in my life. I should be able to have that sin. Don't tell me it's my body. It's, it's like the Bible says your body is a temple, though. See how simple? All right. The word of God sometimes can be so simplistic, but yet so potent and powerful to where it's like just a philosophy of the world is that is my body. Right. But the word of God says your body is a temple. Then in Romans, it says that Christ wants you as a living sacrifice. Right? Like, and then we sing all these songs like, My life is not my own. To you I belong. And then we, you know, go and live our lives and say, It's my body. Which one is it? And so, what I'm simply saying is that we live in this world that has everything so twisted up, the philosophies are so twisted up 
that we're missing the simplistic things in the word. And those simple things will cause you, like, like accepting Christ and really living for him and accepting his word will cause you to begin to drive the bees out the car. It'll have you say, look, something dangerous is in here with me. I need to pull over to the side of the road. And look, I'm not getting back in the car until the bee is dead. What am I saying, man? I'm saying that there may be something in our lives sometimes like that has us like we speed in through life. Like when I when the bee was in there, I was driving faster. I was all over the place. And this life is I, I keep saying this, man. This life is not to, meant to be sped through like life is not a race. Like I'm not trying to hurry up and get there. And, and, and when we have sin in our lives and when we have something that doesn't belong in the car with us, it speeds us up. And you find yourself like, like why can't I calm down? Why, why am I trying to rush? Like, I want to be rich tomorrow. I want to be, you know, wherever I'm supposed to be tomorrow. And you end up missing the ride, the drive, the scene. Like, it's so much beauty in life. Sometimes when I'm on the road traveling, I just look and I'm like, man, this is dope. Like I'm just on the road. Like I'm in the midst of my journey. I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm not where I'm going, but I'm further than where I was. And I'm going to just enjoy the meantime. You feel what I'm saying? And I think sometimes when seeing is in our lives, we can't relax. And look, it, this is different for each person. So I'm not going to try to act like I know what it might be in your life that's speeding you up. But if you find yourself moving fast, slow it, slow it down. Pull over to the side of the road. Take inventory of your car. And if it's something that don't belong in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and get it out of go there. Go ahead and get it out of there. Go ahead and get it out of there. All right, guys, people, we are about to introduce a new segment entitled Tenspiration. This is where I interview people in right around 10 minutes, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. And the first person that we called up was my homeboy, my producer, my friend. His name is The Real Red Campbell Jr. He's a really cool dude. I've been working with him for quite a while. He's like the genius behind 99% of the music that you hear from me. Um, he's touched the button on, played the bass, played the piano. Um, what else does he, he play a lot of stuff and he's a real smart, innovative musician and, you know, I'm honored to call him my friend. So I brought him on for this episode. Sit back, relax and enjoy, enjoy the interview. Minute interviews to inspire you. Maybe 12 minutes, give or take a few. We just trying to make a greater you. Now tell me how we met. Where you from? Tell me what you like. Or maybe it was love. Yo, guys, people, what up? Today's guest on Tenspiration is none other than my homeboy, my producer. Red, what up, though? What up, dog? What up, everybody? We got you in here, bro. Man, I'm so glad to be in this joint, man. 
um, it's not like you never been in here before, but we're not gonna really get into like why you were actually my first interview <laughs> that make, nobody heard. Nobody's ever heard so, it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we're gonna make use of that audio one day. <laughs> at some All right. Point. Let's get right into it, man. Um, so first things first, Red. How do we meet? Like, how do we know each other? Like, you know, how did you get here, man? What's Bet, up? Just to tell like a cliff note version of the story, back about 2008, you were in that group, J and J Soul. Yeah, came to get me. some live drums recorded and just get some mixing done. And then I don't actually know how y'all got my number, but I'm real glad that happened. Yeah, I don't and know either. Yeah, so y'all just came for live drums and mixing, and then I was like, man, I really like these dudes. I was looking for new artists to do new Christian stuff with. So that's, you know, we just kind of hit it from there, man. Man, that's crazy. It's weird. That's super crazy. So then, like, just to throw another layer in there, in 2011, I became a solo artist. Uh-huh. But it was 2012, I think, when I came back and approached you for some tracks for Ultrasound. Okay. And oh, which and was I did my Soul second. Glow. Exactly. Yeah. You did Soul Glow and you did I Can Feel It. Okay. Which was the okay. intro. Sweet. So we did those two tracks. And then you look up, you know, eight years later, seven years, whatever. I mean, we here. Uh, yep. Best man in the wedding, dog. All right. Yeah, man. You <laughs> That's married. How I go. Best That's how man. I go. That was a huge honor. So here we are, man. That's just here how God worked. Yeah. And put things together. So, Red, what's three things about yourself, man? I want the people to get an idea, like, you know, who are you, three core values or things that make you who you are? Man, one of them is an inspirer, um, and which is weird just for this to be inspired God's people. But I love love to just uh, show people a different thing that they didn't know they could do. Um, Not just kids, but it just kind of works with kids um, and young people. But I just love to inspire people to do something that they didn't even know they could do. So it's not always about, like, you know, Everybody has a dream or a goal and a vision, but like what's in there that you didn't even know that you could do. So I don't know if that's labeled as inspiration no, or not. I love it. That's that's but definitely inspiration. That, Pulling something out of someone one that they ain't know. Yeah, that didn't know they, they were, were capable there. of. I mean, because I had people like that growing up for me. So like they just said, you know, hey, try this and it worked. So yeah, that's one thing. The second thing is, you know, I just love to not not even think about boundaries and boxes. Like I just like think outside of those just completely um, just because like marginalized this is as people and just as Christians and it's like, we just got these margins sometimes that we just make of ourselves. It's like, what yeah. do adults look like? What do, what does this culture look like? What does that? And those things only exist in our own, on our brain, man. Those things, you know, if, yeah, they, if they're not in the Bible, then I don't like the margins. With you. I don't know about them, man. Like, yeah. so like why I got to wear red socks every third Sunday. Yeah, like, what did that mean? I'm with you. Yeah, so that's the second thing. And the third thing is, man, enjoy life, man. Like, it's that thing that, you know, God gave us Jesus and and Jesus gave us life for us to have abundant life, man. Not just life, just abundant life. And abundant life is fun, man. So have some fun and, like, live it, enjoy it, and, like, live it to the fullest. It's Like, all of that YOLO stuff is out the window, man. Like, (laughs) it's way out the window. Like, enjoy the life that you have that God gave you because, like, you only get this one, man. Be yeah, grateful for it. No, that's dope. You yep. you kind of alluded to where I want to go next, and you you talked about the kids. Like, as a musician, you're obviously an amazing, talented musician playing it, bass and keys and um, 
what any guitar yeah just basically harmonica and stuff you well i'm not good at harmonica i basically really own one. <laughs> I, I, I own a few so right. i keep a harmonica on me that's, that's hilarious weird. <laughs> that's a true story he keeps a harmonica on him at all times it just and, makes weird times happy so yeah <laughs> but you're a dope musician and you know i obviously my brothers are musicians and i've mm-hmm. told jarell and darius plenty of times like to me, you're the gold standard of what they should look at oh, and man. striving to be as a musician. And the reason I say that is because a lot of musicians are kind of like slaves to their craft. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They have to take every gig. They go places they don't want to go. One thing I've always appreciated about you is that you seem to be very much in control and have a vision about the type of musician you are, but you're not only a musician. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk a little bit about how you got involved with kids. Like you do a lot of community work. So I just want to first, before we talk about exactly what type of community work you do with children, like how did that, how do you go from being a musician to even transitioning in, into that arena? The, the I'm, I'm going to use the scriptural reference and I'm going to say it's David, dude. David was, you know, playing the harp and all. And then so what that did was just put him in a position to be everything else that he was supposed to be. I love it. And so in seeing that, like, you understand, yeah, dude played harp, and he killed it, and he did that for the king, but that literally just put him in a position to do everything else wow. that he was really called to do, and so that's how I feel about music. Music does that, and I mean, like, Lucifer messed it up, but he had the right. first idea in the first place, like, <laughs> it could put you where you're supposed to be, or it could, just, it could just throw you way off, and so that's just two different examples, like, of how music just really, wow. what it does is it puts you in another position. So man, that's dope. And I, I hope that doesn't like, that's one of those things where like, I want people to let that marinate. Like the, the music can take you somewhere, but it doesn't have to sum up who you are. I mean, all of our, all of our talents and all of our skills, like it says the group, the gift makes room. And so what it does is really make room for all the other stuff that you're supposed to do. Like, I, I just don't see it as, you know, I've got this talent to draw. I've got this talent to sing. And that's all I'm supposed to do. Like the gift makes room for everything else that you're supposed to do. It is that's the that's the platform. That's the basis. It's a backstage pass. It's like, a backstage It gets pass. you back there. But what you do yeah. while you're back there, <laughs> right. like some people just there. Like some people just happy Stay to backstage. be yeah, Like I'm back chill. here. Yeah, yeah. Now that's dope, man. So, and speaking about that, like now I know a lot of what you do with you know the the symphony orchestra mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DSO, right? Detroit symphony Detroit orchestra. Symphony orchestra yeah. Um, you got the summer camps and I know with camps, you do a ton of different things. I've seen you, you know, at Wayne state mm-hmm, different camps. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just talk about like a couple of the things that you're actually involved in? Okay. Um, and how it actually helps the children. Like what, what it, what do you bring to the table in these arenas that you're seeing is like, this is working on this generation or for this generation. I wrote this program called Mentoring Through Music, and that's basically the overall arching thing for all of it. So I'm the creative jazz director for Detroit Symphony Orchestra, which is a program that I was in back in high school. And oh, then I I, like we, I was in the very, very inception rehearsal, like, wow, and, and which is weird because I, d- I didn't even play jazz at the time. And they said, hey, do you play jazz? I, I said, no. And they said, well, good, come Wednesday. And I'm like, okay. So... <laughs> Like right. I was in the very first day of that program. And then um, I had a great mentor, Marcus Belgrave, who helped hone in the rest of my musician skills. And 
I was like, at some point I have to be him. Somebody has to be the next Marcus. And so uh, what it is, is I basically take the music and just, like I said, as a platform and mentor through it. So I use that at Detroit Symphony Orchestra, which now we have the bucket band through Detroit Symphony Orchestra and the Pistons. Um, kids yeah, get to, right. They, I forgot about the that. Kids man. get to play at the arena. Like, it's, I just want to be that guy that helped them get to somewhere that they didn't know they could get to. Like, at ten years old, you get to play at Little Caesars Arena during the Pistons game. Like, that's that's, that's like those are the type of things. So, you know, as a musician, and again, that's why I've always told my brothers, this is the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Don't just be a drummer, yeah. like with no rhyme or reason, no cause. Don't just be a keyboard player. I like what you're doing because it brings purpose to it. Definitely and you're giving purpose. back to other people. Thank you. And um, purpose is it, man. Yeah. The one thing that hurt my heart. So there's a, a great drummer, the, the drummer that, that used to play for Michael Jackson, who played with the Jackson five back in the day. And he was a kid and he grew up with them. But when he passed away, he kept saying Michael, drum, Michael Jackson drummer passed. I'm like, right. how can I be that? I'm like, I can't die like that. I can't die as somebody else's something. Yeah. And so, like, you, we all we all are somebody. It's like it's a great point, it, man. It, it was, there was a TV show that I watched and said, I keep reading all these stories of other great men, and I can't just be that the person that read the stories of other great men. Wow. So it was like, because God some, gave you a purpose yeah. and something that He called you to do. And what happens when you go from being such and such as musician, yeah, to Yep. your own person that God created you to do, then it becomes about like, not in a selfish way, yeah. but in a, in a positively selfish way, I guess, in, in saying like, look, I gotta, God called I gotta me somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't just be your shadow or can't just be seen as that for you. Right. Um, and again, not like in a prideful way, but just saying that there are people who literally, you know, take every opportunity because they're so starstruck. Like yeah, they can't nah, turn it down. Nah. You know, nah. cause they don't have purpose. So no, that's dope. So with all of that being said, one of the things I enjoy is you you try different things. That's kind of how I am. I try stuff uh-huh. within the realms of, you know, like you said, the Bible and what, what makes sense. But uh-huh. um, you dropped the album last year, man. I did. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like you hit me up like, yo, and I I think I was one of the people who knew about it, obviously from the earlier stages. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the honor to be on uh, two songs, Mm -hmm. which I felt really dope about because I don't think no other artist was on two songs. Right, right. So that was real dope. I wasn't even on two songs. Look at that. That's crazy. (laughs) So can you talk to us about the album man? you know, the the concept behind it and then where people can actually find it? So um, Valley View High, the musical is the soundtrack to a musical, which is basically right now only in my brain and so um the songs are the feelings and emotions that go with the musical and so it should be a stage play or a tv show or a movie but i'm not there yet gotcha mentally i'm there but i just i know what the music feels like to it so um wanted to do that and and even press the envelope the envelope or, or what we feel like um these songs should sound like so there's a margin right now and always has been a margin of what sad songs sound like or what Christian songs sound like. And I always want to push that envelope. Like, look, this is how I feel right now. Yeah. This is my art and this is my expression of what this feels like. And so Valley View High, the musical is that the viewpoint of our feelings looking down at them. No, like we have a, we have a different viewpoint of feelings. We don't have to give into yeah. them. We don't have to. So, yeah. so yeah. how can a person obtain Valley View, the musical? 
Valley View High the Musical is always going to be weirdly available for free on Noise Trade. So you can just uh, Google it, Valley View High the Musical. But then it will be on all platforms at some point when I feel like selling it. Gotcha. It's just free music at this. It's free art. I love so. it, man. <laughs> if you want free music, check yep. out Valley View High the Musical. Yep. Or to be on my website too, meetredonline.com, which will, there'll always be dope stuff for free on meetredonline.com meetredonline.com man thanks a lot for coming through Tinspiration look these are interviews 10 minutes maybe a couple minutes more maybe a couple minutes less but it's right around 10 minutes <laughs> right you know around what I'm saying? 10 minutes it's All like right. minute rice it really takes two look, minutes to <laughs> look minute rice dude if it's done in just 60 seconds something wrong something wrong you, know, you need at least two three minutes to make minute rice yep all right, man. Love All you, bro. Right. Love you, dog. Right. And there it is. History was just made. Our very first interview for Tinspiration. And y'all got to check out my homie Red at meetredonline.com. That's how you can get his album, Valley View High the Musical. And you know what? We about to switch things up around here. You know what I'm saying? Since I just interviewed Red, I like the idea of playing one of the songs from his album right here. And then we'll get back to the show. I think I'm going to play the intro, which, oh, my. Oh, happens to be featuring me as the artist for this song. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Red did the track. It's called A Different World. We're going to drop that right here. And then we'll be right back with more Inspire Guys people. Attention, please. May I, may I have? Uh, started from the bottom and we still here. Been afraid so long, can't even feel fit. Been hurt so bad, can't even feel pain. And most of our friends don't even know our real names. Prototypical Valley View student, Helen. High water, I know you've been through it. From a single parent home, cause your daddy liked the Rome. And they say when you in Rome, do as Romans. So I was sitting home reading Romans. And I found out that we weren't the only young men that fell short of the glory. Girls so condemned, they can't share their story. About that one time, the baby was aborted. About that other time, she wanted but can't afford it. She wanna speak up, but she think we gon' ignore it. It's about time for joy to come in the morning. I'm on it. We sick of struggling, we need some answers. We sick of, sick of selling, we sick of cancer. See, all we really wanted was some healing. To make it from the brownstones to the hill, man. I saw the look in your eyes when you looked in the mirror. Don't be looking surprised. Like, I ain't never cried. Like, I ain't never lied. Like, I ain't never died. On the inside, we from the same hood. This some of the same good and some of the same bad. We got the same past. Dwayne and Whitney was with me. We got the same class. Wasn't thinking about the future, but it came fast. This ain't the end of the world. It's a different world. I know you love her, but you may marry a different girl. See, when things don't go as planned, I see this as a 
chance We get to show the world what we made of The valley made you a mountain climber The mountain gave you faith to move mountains So when you use it, you climb higher in the lore You start in that valley, the more faith you need to reach peaks Unknown to the human species You from a different world You the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen Just cause I can't see you Don't mean I don't need you You're my oxygen I'm still breathing Meet redonline.com The song is entitled A Different World Produced by Red Featuring yours truly On the lyrics, the vocals, whatever you want to call it Shout out to Red again for the Tinspiration interview And for doing the track for Tinspiration And for doing the track for all my music And just for being a great dude uh, Working in the community with kids That is an amazing example of walking in your purpose and not just walking in your gift. So shout out to Red. Now let's get into the scripture of the day. Look, y'all, that whole little driving in the car with the B situation, it got me thinking about the word. You know what I'm saying? And like digging into like, what was it really about the B or the distraction that gets us so thrown off? And one of the things that came to my mind is like, it's worry. Like, we worry because the bee happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the distraction is happy. So we walking around living life in worry, trying to get money, trying our best to get to some place so we can go back to our high school reunion and stun on everybody who didn't believe in us. You know what I mean? Like, one of the greatest values that purpose has served in my life is that it has taken my mind off of a lot of the superficial things and helped me grow through uh, into a place where it's like, it's not just what I'm doing, right? It's not just that you're walking in your purpose. Purpose gives you the reason why you're doing it as well. And so it's like, yo, I'm not doing this just to try to stun on a couple of people who said I couldn't make it. You know, I'm not building my entire lifestyle around haters, right? I think that's something we got to be careful as uh, believers, not to just live our lifestyle trying to prove haters wrong. Look, our greatest example, before I even get into the scripture for real, is Jesus, right? Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him. And yet, Jesus focused on the foundation and the reason why he actually came to earth and what his, perfect, uh, what his purpose was, he did not spend a lot of time talking or thinking about Judas. He knew it was going to happen. You know, it, it was there, right? It was real. The idea of haters, quote unquote, can be real. I'm not dismissing that. But what I'm saying is that your purpose has to be greater than your haters. All right, so let's look at Mark chapter 4. We're just going to look at like, you know, three verses, starting at chapter 18. I mean, verse 18. It says, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation today, the seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. Verse 20. 
And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 times as much as had been planted. Look, y'all, I love the parable of the sower because to me, it breaks down some things so clearly. Like, it's so, like, direct. You know what I'm saying? That it takes away a lot of the questioning. Whereas, like, okay, you have this seed that was planted in thorny ground, right? And so it would, here, here's the crazy thing about it. The seed was good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that, that, what I love about the parable of the sower is what it says is, like, Look, the word of God is good. Like, and, and if we're planting that somewhere, we can, we can control what we plant, but we can't always control the ground. It's up to the ground uh, to be prepared to receive the seed. And so what am I saying? We have to be careful not to be those people who represent thorny ground, who represent warriors, right? And so it's like, yo, the Lord sends people to speak a word to you. He, you know, allows me to do something like this show. And I, I appreciate the fact that I have your attention and we're talking right now. We're dialoguing and the Lord is allowing me to plant seed, right? Well, I can control the seed that I'm, you know, planting, but I can't control you. I'm not, I'm not you. I'm not God. I like, God even gives you free will. So it's very important for you not to be a worrier, not to be someone that says like, yeah, I mean, I know I'm supposed to. Yeah, I hear Jermaine talking about like, you know, walking in my purpose and going beyond my gift. And then what do a worrier do? The first thing they do is pull up an excuse and a reason as to why you should be able to ignore what I just said or why it doesn't apply to you. Like, I mean, I hear you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just where I'm from, people don't make it. Like, you know, like, we ain't got, like, what they got over there. And, like, you create all these excuses. And what happens? The worries of life begin to suck and drown out the word, and then it produces no fruit. What I'm saying is, like, look, don't worry because the bee is happy. The distraction is there. The bee is in the car. But you need to put your faith and your trust in the Lord and Part of putting that faith and trust in the Lord is pulling over on the side of the road and letting that bee out of the car. You know what I'm saying? The bee can be happy somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? But in order for you not to worry, like, you're going to have to let the distraction go. And so that, like, that's what I want you to take away from today if you don't hear anything else, is let the worrying and the distractions go. Let, you know, this idea of chasing wealth, like, look, I truly believe there is a difference in building fundamental principles and working those principles and just trying to make something happen overnight, like um, being worried about wealth and all this. It's like, look, if you building something, you're less worried about it because you know what you're building. It's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm going brick by brick. I know I'm walking towards my purpose. So I ain't really worried about no money like money may or may not come along the way. There are going to be some opportunities that produce money. And then guess what? There are going to be some that don't. And if your entire life is built around whether something produces money or not, then you're going to miss a lot of great opportunities that wouldn't have paid you monetarily, but would have deposited into your spirit and would have grown you spiritually 
and brought you closer to the Lord in your purpose. Um, but you're going to miss out on those because you just only see things in the form of a paycheck. When in reality, what we really need to be worried about more so than what our, you know, salary or income is or the amount of money we're making uh, for a particular job or opportunity is are you actually doing the right thing with the money that you're making? Because who cares if I make, you know, $50,000 for an opportunity if I just go blow to 50000 or if I make five hundred for an opportunity and I continue to build on bad habits of spending and have no financial literacy, then the five hundred and the 50000 really aren't worth anything. So when you put yourself in a position when you say, okay, I want to focus more on, you know, versus the amount of money I'm making, I want to focus on what I'm actually doing as I make money, right? So am I saving a certain amount of money that comes in? Do I have a percentage that I'm putting aside? You know, do I have accounts for my children? Are my bills paid? Um, all of my responsibilities, right? Because there are some other responsibilities outside of just maybe your normal everyday bills. Am I giving something like, there's a lot that needs to be done with your finances. And my fear is that if we only focus on income in the amount and say yes or no based on that, it's like, man, what if your last opportunity, right? Let, let me just paint a, paint a hypothetical picture. What if God had it set up where he was gonna bless you with this one opportunity that paid you double so that you can take advantage of the next opportunity that paid you half. Like, <laughs> like, look at that. It's like, okay, you got one opportunity. It's like, yo, the Lord gave me this opportunity, and he did. And it's like, I made enough money, but he also wants me to do this next thing. But because God is so great, he knew that in order for me to sustain, like, and take, take advantage of this opportunity that only paid me half monetarily, but had more of a spiritual benefit. Um, maybe I was going to give to a greater cause, things like that. It doesn't mean that just because one pays you double that you should automatically take it. And it also doesn't mean that just because one pays you half that you shouldn't take it. And where I want the focus to become, whether it be in your business or personal life, is actually purpose. Like, what is the purpose of this show? Do I take advantage of opportunities that can only pay me a certain amount of money while turning my back on others? No, that's not necessarily the right thing to always do. Does that mean that it doesn't always matter, right? If someone's trying to take advantage of you or something or that I'm not a person that believes you just have to do everything that people present to you, but I'm just saying that purpose should be more of the God than money. And I think as believers, it's a mistake that we make because we allow the world to shape our mindsets and tell us what we should be doing and how we should be going about it. And we're missing out on so many great opportunities to build our purpose and our spiritual, um, you know, our spirituality. Um, and I just, you know, at every opportunity that I have to talk about that, I just want to put purpose at the forefront. Purpose over money, over money. Over my, Speaking over my, of purpose, over my, over my. look, everybody knows, right? You're listening to this show. I'm going to assume you know that my purpose is to inspire God's people. So can I take a moment and celebrate y'all? Y'all cool with that? Y'all going to celebrate with me? You know what I'm saying? Can I get some people out there that's going to rejoice with their brother who's rejoicing? Uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to try to go Baptist preacher on you. But for those who don't know, I just dropped a new album this week. Um, you know what my album is called, right? Inspire God's People. Hey, Inspire God's People. For those of you who are on my email list, you already knew this. You know what I'm saying? If you check in the emails, you know what I mean? Um, which hopefully you are. I appreciate everyone who's on the email list. If you're not, you can sign up at jwillmusic.com. Look, I just want to take a couple minutes to talk about my project um, and, and talk a little bit about the journey. You know, I'm not going to bore y'all. I try my best on this show not to spend too much time talking about, oh, Jermaine the Rapper, ooh, J. Will Music, ooh, does he make the best music? Is he? Oh, I don't know. But here's the thing. It's a big moment for me. I'll be honest, right? This is my seventh solo project in eight years. And my music portfolio, it's kind of like a movie, uh, like Fast and Furious or something, where you got to like, you got to listen to them all. You know, you can't just really, you can start at the end if you want to. But my first solo project was entitled The End is the Beginning of Forever. You get what I'm saying? So you can start at the end, but you got to know if you start at the end, it's really just the beginning. One of the great things about doing music, especially the past seven years, of working specifically uh, or primarily with Red and then secondarily with my brother Darius as producers, it has allowed me um, really to build and grow, right? And they've grown with me the way they collaborate with me and such. And me and Red, uh, we just like, it's like Shaq and Kobe. You know, we have a great chemistry. And um, if you listen, you'll hear the growth in both of us from the uh, lyrics, the content, the production. We've grown in our lives to this point. So it's just a cool thing to be able to do. What makes this album way different, though, is this. This is the album of my purpose. This is the point in the story where purpose is found. Now, if you listen to the rest of the projects, you'll see that we were working towards this, that purpose was being worked towards. Like, this was a journey, right? An, an eight-year journey so far, and I'm still in it. And so I'm just super excited uh, to be able to drop my album this week. It released on June 3rd. And man, the response has been just crazy. Like even doper than I expected, which is amazing. So the album is called Inspire Guys People. Uh, my artist's name is J. Will Music. So you could definitely find that on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and really wherever you can listen to music. So I say, you know, either follow me like on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Bellwether and click the link in my bio or just Google. Like, <laughs> I've been saying that and I'm not saying it in an arrogant way like, oh, Google me. Oh, yeah, Google me. I'm Jay Will. But it's more so like, look, that's actually just a dope way to be able to find the best way to listen to my music um, or this show. If you like this show and you want to catch, you know, previous episodes, just Google Inspire Guys People or Google Jay Will Music. And you'll get all those things. But I do want to talk about one song in particular outside of the project itself. The song I want to spotlight today is Under the Sun, right? That's number four on the project, produced by Red. And this song is a song about my unborn son. Now, if you follow my music, again, you got to go back and listen. Um, I have... You know, my second album was called Ultrasound, right? A lot of that is kind of built around this idea of, um, 
you know, me and my wife's story as we are, you know, praying to the Lord, trusting the Lord to give us a family, give us children and those type of things. So when you hear, I'll give you all one clue about my music that people may know, may not know. When you hear the word faith, like if a song is titled faith or has something to do with faith, it is a trigger, trigger, can't talk right. I'm getting nervous. When I talk about my music, I get nervous. Uh, it's a trigger um, for uh, me talking about my children. Um, that is an entendre that I use a lot. And um, this album in particular was built um, from the lyrical standpoint. Uh, I chose the lyrical style of oxymorons and entendres. Um, that's what a lot of my focus is. You'll hear a lot of those in the album. This song in particular has that in the hook. Um, it says, it's nothing new under the sun. The sun makes all things new. Though That's both, you know, an oxymoron, because those things, like, if it's nothing new under the sun, but it's like, oh, but the sun makes all things new. Oxymoron. Entendre, the fact that they both have double meaning. The sun makes all things new. We know that that's Jesus. The sun makes all things new. It is my faith in saying that my son would make my life feel brand new. So yeah, look, that's a little bit of insight. If you're curious as to how I create music, my mind goes in a lot of places at once. So a lot of things means means two or three things, entendre, right? Um, so yeah, that's this song is really about vulnerability, which is why I sound a little nervous. I feel like I sound nervous right now because it's kind of hard to talk about this type of stuff. It's hard for me to you know, open up in this way. It's easy for me to write about it, but it's hard for me to talk about it. So, or I, you know, I don't write the music, but you know what I'm saying? If you listen to my stuff long enough, you know, I don't really write the music, but it's easy for me to create the music, easy for me to put the song out. Um, and even that's a little tough, um, the more in depth I go, but it's a lot harder to talk about it. So let, let's stop talking about it. I'm actually going to jump right now into the J Will music song of the day. It is entitled under the sun from my new project, and, and look, I can't say it. I'm, I'm nervous. Inspire guys, people. Listen, please rate this project on iTunes and Spotify and all those places and share it and download it. And I'll have physical CDs on jwillmusic.com, hopefully in the next week or so. Um, look, y'all share it on your Instagram. Tag me in it on your Facebook. Um, you know, like you, you hear it in my voice, man. Just listen to the music. It's a little vulnerable. Um, Under the Sun produced by Red. We got a little more show to go after that. You know what I'm saying? I'm switching it around with the music today. So don't nobody get worried. I'll go back to my, you know, original format or something maybe next time. But uh, today was, you know, we, we talked to Red. I wanted to get a little bit more into music. So under the sun, please listen and let me know what you think. I was driving in the car and I just started rapping. Like, I do that all the time. But I was thinking about my son in particular, you know. I got a name for him and everything. And um, I would just love to have a family with me and my wife. Like, she'll be such a beautiful mother. So I made this, it's called Under the Sun. Come on, it's nothing new under the sun. No. It's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. The sun makes all things new. Yeah. You know the sun new. makes all things new. Turn me up, it's nothing new under the sun. No. Yeah. It's nothing new under the sun. Oh, yeah. Son on a Sunday, you know what my 
my son say nothing cause I ain't got no son I know I will one day but if I don't I'll die dreaming I keep believing in Jesus I know he sees that I seen him I'm giving Caesar with Caesars but this is kingdom I need the king him but how could I need what I never seen see when I told you I seen him I was just dreaming he has a brand new face every time I sleep. It's, sight. it's like brand new grace every time I'm weak. It's like I try to hide my face every time I weep. Cause they don't understand. I don't want the sympathy. No. I just want a legacy. How they gon' remember me? Yeah, if I never it. plant a seed that can grow into a tree, I don't wanna be a branch without a leaf when I leave. Woo. But at least I believe that I'm at peace with my queen. It's nothing new under the sun. It's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Faith come now. Can I see my faith come now? I'm putting all my trust in you. No matter what, I'ma stay cool. You got me standing face to face with faith to faith. I'm afraid to face my fate. What if I don't like your answers to the prayers? Did I pray? Enough? A couple times I found myself at a loss of words. A couple times it all started getting on my nerves. I ain't know what to say, I ain't know how to pray, I ain't even gotta pray. Man, the devil is a lie, it's humbling inside. I'm trying to stay afloat, but feel like I'ma drown. Why? Look me in my eyes, see the water about to rise from the tears I hold inside. I've been swimming all this time. And now my friends look surprised, like I ain't even knowing I've been with them all this time. Cause most people don't listen So even when they hear it, they don't get it All is vanity, Old Testament, New Testament Even when I doubt I feel faith It's never shady under the sun It's nothing new under the sun It's nothing new under the sun The sun makes all things new The sun makes all things new It's nothing new under the sun It's nothing new under the sun The sun makes all things new Just enough faith to keep making it But I don't think we got enough faith to be atheists I grew up with two dads, my son don't even have one Never would have thought I'd have to settle for a guy's son May not have a namesake, but I got two nephews That can make my name great Charlie and Zay Zay, both they middle names Jay Man, that feels so great And on top of that, God sent my Tay, my Tay Tay, my Tay My Tay, my Tay Oh, that's my Tay, my Tay Matei, Matei She's more than a niece to me My puzzle was scattered It's like God took a piece from me Then gave peace to me Everything that was once bitter is sweet to me Lately I've been off my feet Keep sweeping me Come on. It's nothing new under the sun It's nothing new under the sun The sun makes all things new The sun makes all things new It's nothing new under the sun Nothing new under the sun. The sun makes all things new. The sun makes all things new. Yeah. So there you have it. The song is called Under the Sun from my new project entitled Inspire God's People. Getting a little vulnerable for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Opening up and telling y'all a little bit about what I think and what I go through. And, you know, hopefully people realize as well, faith is a real thing. Like, I'm in it. It's and one of the things I've learned, it's easy to talk about stuff when you have the answer. So it's like it'll probably be a lot easier to talk about this stuff 
when we have children and it's like, oh, you have your family. It's kind of like people always give their success story once they have success and make money. So it's like you hear about, oh, Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon and people like, hey, look at him. Amazon was just in a garage before. So continue to believe. And it's like, yeah, well, I get that. And I like that. But we also never saw that picture uh, of the garage until he was out of the garage. And so one of the things that I know about faith and what the Lord requires from us is to live it out while you're in it. Like you can't just wait until God bless you with the thing that you're asking him for, or if he doesn't bless you and however you got to cope with that. Like, and then now you want to give like, you know, and I understand like we're overcomers by the word of our testimony. The blood of the lamb is like, okay, our testimonies are powerful, you know, when God answers the prayer. But I guess one of the things I wanted to take the opportunity to say is that your testimony is just as powerful while you're actually in it. And, you know, while you're walking it out and you don't have the clear answer, like, yo, this is our real life. <laughs> like, um, and we not two weeks into this thing, like we, you know, deep into it. So maybe one day I'll get Tiff on here and she'll talk about that stuff. Um, she's not much of a talker, but I have had requests for my wife to come on the show. So I'm sure she would do it. Uh, maybe I have to like, you know, buy her some shoes or something. But in the words of my good friend, Meach Real. I digress. Let us pray, God's people. And, uh, you know, get our minds on faith and eliminate and worry. Lord Jesus, this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We are so thankful that we have the opportunity to have faith because faith draws us closer to you, Lord. Lord, those things that we struggle with, those things that cause us to pray, cause us to turn away from our distractions and realize how real you are. Today, I just say thank you for faith. And I pray for anyone who's worrying that you will relax and clear their mind and let them know that you are with them. You have not left us. You have not forsaken us. You have not given up on us. And we thank you for that. And I pray for strength and guidance and salvation for all those who hear today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God's people, be encouraged regardless of what you're going through and know that Christ is real. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear, or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show. It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like it, just act like you like it. 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 Act like you like it.